You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I'm your host, areyouscreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, uh, we actually have, uh, I don't know, we have like a fairly big movie, I yeah. guess. Uh, Without it Remorse yeah. is uh, is kind of the big thing right now. And also, yeah. uh, I did talk about the Mitchells versus the Machines a yeah. little bit last week, but now you've caught up Finally and seen that it. one. Yeah. Which... Uh, you know, is doing pretty well for Netflix. Uh, yeah. At least in so far as there are actually a lot of people talking about it mm-hmm. and uh, and a lot of people liking it. And uh, and I had already said, you know, it was all right. It was. You gave it. You I, gave I, I it liked, an eight I, and a half. You. you I, know. I, I liked it, um, but I had some problems with yeah. it, and uh, and it's one of those ones uh, for me anyway, where it was. <laughs> ultimately starting to piss me off that I didn't like it more that like it yeah, couldn't it do could have. it couldn't do you know it'd be one thing if it was just bad and I could mm-hmm. go okay fine it's just not that good but yeah. uh you know when you're watching it and you just go if only and right. then and then that's all you're doing oh guys do this <laughs> yeah right yeah uh anyway so we've got that one where uh, we'll talk about that a little more and uh next week uh coming out tomorrow is Wrath of Man, so that's oh yeah, right. Sort of an actual movie, right. so uh, we will uh, hope to get to that. As far as mm-hmm. uh, theatrical releases, um, and but before we get into the movies, um, I'm just going to throw out like really quick. Yeah, here we a, go. A couple of TV shows. Um, oh yeah, and uh, so one of them is uh, Mayor of Easttown, which is on HBO Max. Yeah, and everyone is talking about right yep. it's a big deal yep and it is uh, a good show but so here's the the beauty of hbo max right is yeah. it is releasing uh, every week right and it's, right. it's on hbo on sunday yeah. nights or whatever um but if you got hbo max then you can just watch Fire them it up whenever right, yeah. right? And the beauty of that is uh, this show. So it's on the third episode right now. Okay. And uh, and so like it's a good show, right? Um, my wife loves the show. It's pretty good for me personally. It's uh, it's a little too much trying to figure out how to be a soap opera in the midst of the right. crime investigation. Yeah. And uh, I don't necessarily need to know every kid in town's life story, even though we're in like a small town. But and that's, you, you know, it's yeah, like, know. it's very strange. <laughs> but here's the uh, the beauty of this show right now is that there's three episodes out. And uh, if you get hooked by the first two and you're, you know, you got your new show to watch. Yeah. When the third episode ends, here's how the show works for me. At the end of the third episode, uh, what happens at the end of the third episode? Yeah. I'm out. i'm like uh you know i was liking the show pretty well it's not great for me right uh you know for me it's trying to be a lot of you know this this genre in in the last five years has just completely exploded like it's the long arc uh you know 
police investigation right. thing where, you know, there's a million of them and it's like some big case and it's like broad church and, yeah. you know, all yeah. these other ones. And a lot of them British. Yep. Um, because in, in British television, it's been going on for like 10 years. Right. And, and then it really got some hugely popular things. Right. Yeah. Um, some of which, you know, were instantly directly translated to American versions and, yeah. you know, yada, yada. This, uh, this genre, like I said, has just exploded. And for me, this one is, uh, it's, it's trying to be really British. Like it's, yeah. it's trying to be one of the British ones yeah. really hard. Yeah. Right. Uh, but for me, the end of, we get to the end of the third episode, I'm instantly bored and I don't care what else happens. Like, <laughs> Like, I'm just like, okay, oh, that, that's not a good sign. That's what you want to do with the show? Yeah. All right. Have fun. Yeah. Good luck. I'll, other, I'll see yeah. you. There's other I'll stuff. I'll see you later. I'll, yeah. you know, I'll read the synopses. Yeah, right. I'll watch it, like, fast forward it or something and go, yep, yeah, that's what happened next and all that. Right. But, man, uh, it huh. wasn't really, you know, fully gripping me. I didn't love it as we were getting to that point. Yeah. <clears throat> but it is a good show. It's it's a fun show. Um, Kate Winslet is yeah. really great in it. Guy Pierce is in it, and yeah. I just like him yeah, in general. Uh, he's a little weird playing like the old guy at the bar. Like to me, he's yeah. That's he, not a one. To, I would... to me, he's not like the the yeah. old professor at the bar. That's weird, right? But still, I really like him. That's and, cool. And uh, you know, he's good in it. He doesn't have like at this to this point anyway. He doesn't have like a huge role. He's like just kind of this new love interest uh, for her. Anyway, but uh, but the people are good in it. There's you know, there's a lot of variety. Some of the stuff is a little bit corny. Um, her existence as like damaged, I mm -hmm. think, uh, does not totally come across that well to me i yeah. feel like she is trying and you know nothing against kate winslet everyone knows who she is and she can she act, can act and everything yeah, right she can do it <laughs> but this character is trying to be so many characters at the same time yeah. and it's 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 trying to give you this whole like you know she's mom she's a cop she's mm -hmm. got rough Demons, things in her right. past yeah, and all right. this stuff skeletons and and so she's like every yeah. character <clears throat> and i don't know it just it it's not perfect, you yeah. know, for me. It's it doesn't uh I don't know, it doesn't sell me. But it is it's a really good show and people like it and you should check it out. But uh you know, for me uh, in recommending the show and the third episode it like gives you an out, right? Yeah, if, right, <laughs> right. If you're looking, there you if go. If you weren't completely in yeah. love with it, then you can watch it for three episodes <laughs> Hang on till three. and you can go <laughs> Yeah. Either, you know, you're like me and you go, yeah, I don't care anymore, right? Yeah. Or, you know, maybe you're still hooked. Who knows? Maybe it hooked you harder than it did me. But it's uh it is an interesting show and it's we're it's often we're often more often and we're often, often, often. We're more often than on the same page. But it would be fun if the dichotomy between us was I'm the kind of guy that walks in and I'm like I'm doubling in. Right. I can't wait. I'm hovering over that button. I want the next episode. You're right. crazy, dude. Right. You're like, I'm just not. Yeah. You're like, why did you make me watch this now when I have to wait for more right episodes? Now, yeah. Because I hate you. This sucks. Because it's so good. And I yeah. can't believe you're not watching. Because, yeah. It, that could know. happen. Yeah. Uh, anyway. And then a couple of uh, <laughs> just quick things that I want to throw out because uh, they are more for kids. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and they are easily overlooked. Right. But. Yeah. Um, you know, kids have to watch stuff too. And sure. if you have stuff to 
throw out to somewhat younger audiences anyway. Yeah. Uh, Disney has uh, both Big Shot and the Mighty Ducks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Shot is like the Mighty Ducks, but basketball and with John Stamos. And, right. <laughs> Right, and it's a, at a at a girls basketball. There's your school, elevator right? pitch right there. Actually, that's that's, uh, that's exactly what it is. That's right, perfect. he's a coach who gets thrown out of college basketball yeah. for uh, hitting a ref with a chair. <laughs> right, which is understandable. And uh, and the only gig he can get now is uh, this right. private uh, girls high school. Uh, you know, like private in the sense of yes, like rich, snooty, yeah, right? Illy, you know, people, Ill, whatever. Yeah, and uh, you know, hilarity ensues. Right, and the Mighty Ducks is just the rehashing right. of the Mighty Ducks, and it's yeah. uh, the the story now is that uh, whatever twenty years later or whatever it is, uh, the Ducks have basically transformed into. I don't know the other team right. from the, the original yeah, Mighty the antagonists. Ducks, right? They're yeah. the they're the bastards now, right? Yep. <laughs> right? And so the you know coach obviously quit. He right. uh, you know he went on. He has some story about after the Ducks and yeah, yeah. what he coached. Right. Something you yeah. know he coached in college after that or whatever. I don't know. And uh, and anyway, and then uh, you've got Lauren Graham. Mm-hmm. Is is uh, somebody's mom, right. right? And you know, whatever. And they st- they start a new team, right? Yeah. That's now the rival to the Ducks, where right. they are the Ducks, but they are in contrast to the Ducks, right? Right. Right. And it's pretty goofy, like kid stuff, just like the original movie, right? Right. But it is actually, you know, Watchable. It, it is actually yeah. surprisingly fun. Yeah. I expected really to uh, roll my eyes at both these shows, uh-huh. um, but they t- it turns out that they're not bad. So yeah, that's good. So uh, there's that real quick. And um, and we've already covered a lot of other TV. And yeah. man, you got to like hit TV right now because, <laughs> dude, geez, because so right, much right now, uh, in case you don't have your finger on the pulse of theaters right now yeah. the number one movie right now is the anime demon slayer uh mergen train sure morgan train i, I yeah I, yeah i don't know there's an anime movie that just sneaked past mortal Kombat right. and godzilla in theaters yeah at like you know i don't know 11 million or right some killing it some sad number yeah. like that i mean it's just it's just still yeah Utterly sad at theaters. So, if you're not headed to theaters, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> or, you know, you gotta you gotta find stuff out there. Yeah. And uh, and then after we do the shows, we've been talking about the past Oscars, right? right? So, um, a uh, we will maybe hit like a few more years and, yeah. and throw those out because uh, you know there's some opportunity to stream some things maybe that yeah. you put off and right. you, you need something to watch. And uh, as we were going through them, a couple of years stood out, uh, 2006 and 2007 Oscars anyway. Right. So it's really the year of movies, 2005 and 2006. Right. And uh, so I went back to those years yeah. and uh, looked through everything. And so I'm going to give you... Uh, I've got yeah. the... The whole thing will be up, you know, on the website and everything. But I'm going to give you uh, my 
new rundown on the uh, top 15 movies. So, yeah, big. So we will uh, hopefully get to that. So um, since we already sort of covered the Mitchells versus machines. Yeah. And, uh, versus the machines, and uh, I already gave uh, kind of my rundown on that. Uh, we can have you chime in, yeah. I, in, instead of doing a different movie and then coming yeah, back, yeah, no, again, and it's but. it's it's a lot of fun. Like I I quickly found out what you were talking about. Even you know listening to listening to your review, I'm always dialed in when you see something and you're like, man, this is an eight and a half, and it might have gotten even higher. Right. So I sit down and I'm watching it because. More often than not, again, we just kind of watch stuff at the same time where I don't know what you think of it. And then we come in and that's where the fun part kicks in. But I'm watching it. I'm like, man, he's right. Look at how fun this is. Look at how breezy and easy. And it, I won't say effortless because there are some things that seem kind of even in the beginning like hmm, they might be trying a little too hard. But it juggles so many fun things. It's got such a playful story. I love the animation technique, which... Though not revolutionary, it feels like it's a combination of all kinds of stuff. Like there are scenes there where I see like the Wallace and Gromit, Chicken Run, Ardman kind of animation. Right. I mean, and I'm not saying stop animation. I'm just saying that like the design, the very thin legs, the big stomachs, the very in, you know engaging animatronic faces. Then other times I'm like, wow, this looks like a Brad Bird influenced thing. You know, there's just there's so much fun stuff going on. And then when I think I have sort of a weird old thing to say, but whenever I think I have the expectations set, it almost breaks the fourth wall. It doesn't talk to me as the audience, but it goes outside of the animation rules that it has already established right, right. to do something different based on the character. And I'm like, this is this is great. Like, like it's actually like, kind of keeping me on my toes in right. what I'm expecting. And the story moves along at a really nice pace. It doesn't seem to really lull for a lot of it. But like you, I, I would give it an eight. You know, you gave it an eight and a half. I there's some problems with it. It just doesn't quite keep its intensity and its focus. It makes a couple of choices I wish it hadn't. You know, and it's not like bad choices. I'm not ending it at season three kind of choices, but right. I'm just like, no, really, you guys went that way instead. That that seems more obvious. But it was. It would have been even if you hadn't recommended it, and even though I knew how highly you had recommended it, it was still like kind of a fun surprise. Oh yeah. I, I absolutely, I was watching it and my girlfriend came in and all she could hear was me laughing, you know? And I'm like, the movie actually got me cracking right, up right. like a few times, not, not tons, but she came in at one point where the big, um, the big joke was they're trying to get the dog to open mouth kiss the dad a bunch of times. <laughs> right, right. And there were like three right and in a row. there's a whole montage. Yeah, there's like, like this really fun montage. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, this is so genuine and playful. Right. I love it. And, it. and it, better than that, it's not showing off anything. It's the level of attention to the story that I admire because, or I appreciate because it still services the story. It's still doing what it's trying to do from the opening five minutes it's just doing it in a way that's like, let's have a fun montage. Right. You know, we right. can fit that in. And the elasticity there to show that story is, it, it made the story much more fun for me to take in. Yeah. And it's it's a great road, that little part with yeah. uh, little things where we do. All the uh, tiny stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Where we do, we take these little moments. Yeah. And all it's doing is like kind of establishing, you know, your own family in jokes, yeah, right? right? That make it that much more real yeah. as, uh, 
people who spend a ton of time together. Right. And this is the in joke we come up with. Yeah. And, you know, you could it, get us in another possible world. We'd have mm-hmm. different in jokes and little things like this. Um, because, you know, I did, I did like the movie so much and it just, yeah. uh, did piss me off a lot. Right. But, yeah. um, little things like this are where I wish writers who were sneaking in little things like this, mm-hmm. right. Would be more involved in all the romantic comedies we have to watch mm-hmm. where nothing happens that I believe those people fell in love with each other. Right. right? right. Where you have these little things like this where I'm, it just accidentally convinces you that they're really a family and it, yeah. not just right. the dad yeah. has to be you know upset for this reason. The daughter has to be upset right. for that reason because that's how we get from point A to point B in our overall mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. You know, but you've got to give me that they're really, you yeah. know, connected on some level right. in order for me to care that they're disconnected. At right? all, on any <laughs> level, right. Yeah. And there's there's certain things in there that I understand they're not for me. Therefore, a child that I have or a child that I'm babysitting right, or right. if I'm a child, like some of that stuff is right in the 8 to 12-year-old lane of humor. Right. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah, you had to do that. Right. Yeah, I get it. But of course you have to do it because this isn't, you know, this isn't heavy metal. It's not an animated film for adults. This is for the family. You're sitting right. down to watch it and you're going to chuckle while your kids are cracking up. And some of the some of the stuff that's engineered for their level of storytelling, you're just kind of like, all right, I guess I go to the bathroom now or right, I go right. get something to eat or I answer my phone or whatever. But for the most part, it's not as comprehensively engaging as something like Hotel Transylvania. You know, which I feel is running on multiple levels which there's for adults a new one and coming kids, out. right? So I'm kind of, I'm kind of psyched. Throw but, that out. But yeah, definitely, I I would tell anybody, even even if you don't have any kids, if you just think you'll right, like an right. animated film, that's check that out. That's fun. Right. That's great all the way around. So, and uh, before we uh, move on from that movie, which we yeah. <clears throat> really like and recommend, and go yeah. see it and all that, uh, I want to go back again to what I said like last time because. Uh, one of the things that I've heard people talking about or whatever I've heard people talking about the movie since last week, yeah. uh, you know, made me think of is it, it is still really impressive to me that the movie actually bothers to go all the way to, uh, you know, the kid understanding the parent, having right. that part of the story involved in it, because that's not the story that you usually get. Yeah. Right. I mean, Coming of age stories as a genre is, uh, you know, the kid understanding themselves, the yeah. parents <laughs> understanding the kids, mm-hmm. you know, the the parent coming around to going, I see why you like movies is right. is what happens. And we get that too, right? We right. get the parent going, okay, fine, I get your movies, yeah. or sort of, or whatever, yeah, right? But... You don't get like the the kid getting like this whole backstory of the parent, and then like uh-huh. you know, I mean that's like pretty serious stuff happening in a movie, and yeah. and that's cool. But I just uh, I just wish we didn't have the dance fighting and yeah, that, other other you noise. See, like that. You see echoes of things that have obviously been sort of stamped now as crowd pleasing you know i i still remember where that started really bugging me was when guardians of the galaxy did it 
Yeah. And Guardians of the right. Galaxy was so popular and so, you know, hip that suddenly Thor Ragnarok did it. And it's not just Marvel films, but now I'm seeing like, oh, that worked for them. Let's do it for us. Right. You know, that kind right. of thing. And and we have like the, <laughs> the intense shootout, but yeah, right. But we have like the right song in the background. Always. And we're just, yeah. yeah, yeah. When when his dad, early in the film, when his dad's, well, you, you said this, when his dad's watching this like weird TikTok, Snapchat thing that his daughter did, and he's looking at it and he's terribly confused and he looks over the phone to her and she's like, I'm doing good things. And he's like, I really worry about the future. Right. Like, I'm like, Ooh, that hits too close to home. Why, <laughs> why are the kids doing these things? You right. know? And it's just funny. Like the dog vomiting, the dog vomiting, the dog vomiting, the dog. And I'm like, yeah, that would, that would have a lot of hits on it. Right. Like, this is, this is sadly very, you know, telling of what's right. up about. So anyway, yeah, that was really fun. Really fun. Uh, all right, so that's uh, that one. Go see that. Um, so without remorse. Um, yeah. So Tom Clancy, and uh, we've got uh, in this iteration of trying to figure out Tom Clancy in a in a bigger picture. <laughs> yeah. We've got uh, Michael B. Jordan is um, our our action star. John Clark, yeah. And uh, and the the story. It's kind of funny because uh, I was looking through uh, when I was getting stuff together to review this movie, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm looking through like the press images and, you know, whatever. Yeah. And and there's the one of uh, he's basically he's just standing. I mean, this is kind of like I don't even know for sure if this is a shot directly from the film or, or if this is like shot. the stage yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> but it's just him standing in the cell in like the orange Oh yeah, I've seen. Yeah, and I'm like, man, somehow mm-hmm. that is just so like Clancy at this point, right? Yeah. Like you have to be, like we have to go sufficiently, you know, Jason Bourne, right. l- like the man against us. Like even if you didn't know anything that happens in the movie at all, right? Mm-hmm. Like what if all you saw were pictures of him in full gear? Right. Uh, in some shootout, like right. completely, uh, you know, SEAL team decked out. Yeah. And then a picture of him in the cell with the orange, and you'd be like, oh, okay. Right. right. <laughs> I, I got that movie down. Yeah, that's that. Uh, so, yeah, the movie is, um, he is, uh, you know, really, it's really odd to even try to throw out like a quick synopsis of this movie because it's like he's the SEAL team guy who is going to run afoul of the grander machinations of the Illuminati who are really running things or mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Whoever it is that's really running things, he's in their way of their grander schemes. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And that's where we're gonna. That's where we're gonna go. And uh, like crazy action. There's a lot of it that I don't even mean this in a bad way right now. <laughs> I might mean it in a bad way later, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, for right now, it's just an easy way to describe it, right? But there's a lot of this uh, movie that is you know very video gamey, right? Yeah. Like you, yeah, you enter the building, you have to get to the hostage or yeah. whatever and you're moving around and a fair amount of the time yeah. uh, 
it's you know it goes back and forth from like third person to first person where you're you're watching mm-hmm. the gun right in front of you right and you know seeing who you take out with your little silence you know yeah right and uh and it's it it's strangely video gamey in the way that it's like presenting things yeah even um i thought as i'm watching the the movie there were a couple times that i like paused it just to kind of look at like, what is the movie making me look at right and uh when there's a couple of moments when they are trapped in this apartment and like pinned down by snipers yeah right and uh you know walls get blown out mm-hmm. and they're shooting us through the windows and all this stuff and across the street in two different places there's snipers just trying to pick them all off and they've got nowhere to go right and I'm like, man, this is like, this is just a level right. on a video right. game where I have to get out of here. And I, and like I said, for right now, I don't even mean that as a bad thing. Right. That's just, you know, what it, it's just all, what it that's is. That's just how you yeah. refer to it. That's just like really what is happening. Yeah. So it's a little weird, actually. And then we go back to, uh, you know, so then ultimately he ends up, uh, killing someone that he should not have killed right. sort of yeah. uh, <laughs> and and uh to the extent that it's very obvious he's not even trying to get away he goes to prison right. i mean right. <laughs> he get, he gets arrested yeah and uh and then he like uh gets his chance to finish things off so he gets out of prison to go with them mm-hmm. you know with his seal team whatever to take down more bad guys in foreign countries. (laughs) It's like so weirdly Tom Clancy. But this one for me is a very strange mix. And I, you know, I both like and don't like stuff that has come out of Tom Clancy, whether it's a video game or a book or or a movie or whatever. And this one for me seems really weirdly a combination of all genres. I mean, Obviously, I've talked about it being video gamey, but even the story, yeah. it's very weirdly a combination of a video game story yeah, it is. and a movie story yep. and mash them together. So, um, but anyway, I, before I just ramble forever about this movie, um, but I did kind of like parts of it too. Yeah. Um, but for me, even trying to figure out what this is trying to do and, and therefore when it would be good at doing it. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, I still could only give this movie a five. Uh, uh, was it was a little off. I it was like, were, it was like yeah. really middle of the road for me. Yeah. And only because, um, because there, I guess there are lots of ways in which something could be bad. Right. Right. But, but for me, and maybe this will help people figure out, not if I like it, but if they're going to like it, yeah. right? Uh, it it wasn't really negatives. It was just lack of positives, right? It was, this is all the positives yeah. it had. It did, for me anyway, it didn't have a lot of stuff that I hated, except the, the one glaring thing I will say is that Michael B. Jordan cannot pull off this character. I, did, I was not really with him in this movie. Yeah. Uh, there were parts of it where I thought, yeah, see, he's that guy. Right. But you've got him doing all this other stuff in the movie, and I'm like, but he's not that guy. Right. He's that other guy, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and yeah. uh, the scene where he's in the cell, 
and starts the water going, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was like the cheesiest goofball thing I've yeah. seen in a movie in a long time. That wants to be and, Ender's and Game yet, so bad. I didn't hate it. Right? I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, but it was it was just so goofy. And the, the worst part of that that scene for me is that it's too long. Yeah. If that scene had been half as long, right? If he had just really quickly like turned on the water and right. and there was like uh, this serious sense of urgency that he had like 15 seconds to do something and then he actually only had 15 seconds to do it, right. that would have been a way better scene, I yeah. think. Yeah. But he's got like a minute that he's just standing there and he's psyching yeah, himself up yeah, and he's stuff and he's like, yeah. uh, I, did, I did this in Creed, so yeah, I'm going to do right. it again now. Right. And I'm like, oh, come on. But, uh, but ultimately, I yeah. did hate it. It was kind of like a goofy, fun it's not even action. It's just right. like a weird fighty thing, right? But I but I ultimately didn't hate it. And the fact that I didn't hate it, even though I had all these things right. against right. it, I was like, it says something. I, I don't know, maybe Yeah. They <laughs> maybe were they something. were maybe on the right track. But the longer the movie went on, too, the more I just got bored with yeah. his character. I wasn't even bored with the story, right? But it felt to me like it was going to video game. But yeah. too video gamey, right? Because in in a video game, like you don't care about your character that you're playing, really, right? right. It's not like the there's sto- no cost. It's not like the story right. of your character or something. Right. And if you if you're still semi invested in the story of the video game, then that's what you're supposed to be. That's right? what you're doing. You're right. not supposed to be right. And I don't know. There were parts where I thought he was pretty good, and there were parts where I was like, man, this just needs to be somebody else. Yeah. It's he's just <coughs> anyway. So I gave it a five. That jail cell fight. Is it's one of those that we both dialed in, and there's another scene that I disliked for different reasons too. That scene, you nailed it. Obviously, if it had been faster, quicker, it would have reflected more on his character. Like I'm in a situation, I know how to give myself just a little bit of a better chance. And as a badass seal, like that's all I'm supposed to need, right? Like just give me an, an inch, and I'll I'll take it. It almost started being like a parody of those scenes. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as as soon as he starts watering up the floor and himself and I'm like, okay, Ender's game like really nailed everybody for this. If right. you if you ever know what the scene I'm talking about is. And then when they like show like the hall is lined with like 60 more guards and they've all got batons and shields and I'm like, I don't know why I thought of that goofy line from Ron White where he said uh, in his comedies, like I don't know how many it was going to take, but I know how many they were going to use, and I'm just like, okay, this scene is just gratuitously right, silly. Right. In so many ways, without remorse, feels more and, and, like, and no one's got like a no one stun has gun a taser or, or anything, yeah. which I'm waiting for because the water's wet, and I'm like, okay, you guys watched Watchmen too, like this is all this is all easy trope stuff. In a lot of ways, without remorse for me felt like one of those direct to video tapes that you used to find at those archaic institutions called video stores you know it it's never had the accelerant needed to make this a major motion picture it didn't have the attention to detail it had flourishes it had little moments where it spiked and it felt really nice um, in the direction it was going and then it felt frustrating because it just dropped it and was only more curious about all right, we got to flank three waves and check your six and move Alpha Delta two and and I'm like, um, 
Okay, so when I gave this a four and a half, I thought it's just below average, and it. I struggled because I thought it might just. Usually, my safe zone for things like this is five. I'm like, it's got faults, it's got a couple good moments, it's just average. But for me, when I look at the cast here, and I think you can't put this cast in this kind of film and just have it go, eh. Like it now, it's a little below average because you know Guy Pierce is in it because you just weren't and, trying, right? You just <laughs> you just are kind of on a cruise control, and I see the video game aspect you're talking about, and that's it's almost like you might expect it because Tom Clancy's Clancy, you know, right. Clancy's everywhere in video games now, and 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 it's been a weird couple decades watching them try to fix his films from the books. I didn't always like his... I rarely liked his books. I just thought they were too interested in the minutia of how much information he could get from the de Defense Department. Right. Really, this film in some way encapsulates what I don't like about Tom Clancy films as a whole, which is you have a very generic avatar. Like you said, this is just a character in a game. And I'm not here to service any character development, though you'll hit the right high notes. Had a family, lost a family, angry has a moment he's screaming, right. wants revenge. Okay, now what I'm really interested in is servicing checkpoint saves. Right. Like all right. I need to do is get out of this building so I don't have to do this level again. So I can again. get to the next cutscene. So scene. I can get to the next yeah. cutscene, watch the next moment, and then and then load up again, find some ammo, and here we go. Right. You know, and I felt like checkpoint films don't often interest me. You know, I just, I'm more interested in a character, even if it's terribly faulted, the biggest problem for me is I know Michael B. Jordan has charisma. I know he's got talent. I know it's clearly wasted here. And he's dropped in to a point where if it was revealed that John Clark was like a cyborg robot, I would have been like, okay, that's why. <laughs> right. You know, the other, the other weird thing for me, which had like a precipitous kind of slide, even though I liked the moment the scene was happening, is when he's at the airport. You know, and he calls in this thing to try to get the cops there because I guess he wants to get arrested or I know he wants to get one of the cars taken off the side. Right. But I'm like, you're in a big vehicle. You could just push that car around and then crash into the car the way you want. I'm not entirely sure I understand all of your genius thinking, but I do like the idea of you lighting a car on fire and then getting in it. <laughs> like, I'm like watching right. that and I'm like. I don't think I've seen that before. And I've seen a lot of action films. Right. But I'm like, I'm watching that and I'm like, this is great. But if your grand plan is to get the information you need just to get a name to go into a Russian prison, a prison full of Russians, like your plan sucks. Right. And if that was in the book and you felt you had to do this, like you always say, you got you to gotta write something better. And though I liked that scene... Not for anything that Michael Jordan had to actually do. All he had to do was act angry and just shoot a couple times. I did like the look of it and the feel of it, right. but it doesn't make it. It doesn't make any sense to the story because what if you don't get out of prison? What if you die in prison? Now right. your wife and your kid and your friends and your team, like yeah, there's got to be a better way. Well, well, right. The the whole plan hinges on that he's going to now have this information. Right. That now the bigger people. Right. He's going to go, I have this information, and right. if you want it, you got to get me out of here. And, yeah. But you have nothing going if they go, nah. Nah. We'll just leave you there. <laughs> we'll yeah. find the information we'll get it anyway. We're, we're the CIA, right. you know? Right. I did, but there are moments, there are these goofy, dumb moments where it's just like a, a shot of stuff that I think would make sense. Like, 
Guy Pierce is this CIA, you know, big administration official. He's like, okay, we'll get you out. You can go on the team. You're going back to prison when it's done. Right. And I'm like, that's great. Like, there's no weird cut Rambo loose and just let him blow up all of Saigon again. Like, <laughs> right. No, you you did something and we're going to bring it back. Right. Like, there's enough little things there. But as the film kept going on, I just... I just felt like it's it can't do enough good things to overcome just the vapid, like un, unregulated yeah, kind and, of and silly you know, stuff. The thing that's uh, weird that kind of pulled me out of the movie too, um, and for one thing, like you know, the bad guy is everything about bad guyness is just right. too obvious from the right. very beginning, right. right? I mean, that's another if, thing. If you were playing a game of I'm just going to guess the villain as <laughs> right. soon as I can. Yeah. Right. You would win. Right. I mean, <laughs> I right. mean, you would, you would have a hell of a good chance of winning. Yeah. But also in a really weird way, I think um, when the movie did things that should be good, yeah, I still didn't like them and I wanted them to do the bad thing. Right. right. In a, in a weird way. Right. Like there's the CIA guy the little mousy CIA right. guy who, yeah. who we don't like, right? right. Uh, and at first, like, we don't like him. He's doing, you know, fishy things. And yeah. we're unsure about him. And then we're very mad at him and all this stuff. Yeah. And then he turns out to be, like, a good guy, right. right? Like, he wasn't actually doing anything fishy. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you think that would be the way to go in a smart film or something, right? right? But you're not a smart film. Right. So, do the bad thing, right? Yes. Like just actually, right. <laughs> just actually have a bad guy, and right. let's you know, right. let's figure this guy out and you know, exact some justice on him when we right. figure out that he's really bad. Because you think you're doing some smart, like little twisty play, mm -hmm. but that's not the movie that I'm watching right. right now, right? Right. I'm like, yeah, there's another movie where this is what happens, and it's really good. Yeah, but it's not this one. Right. And you know, I don't know. It's just. Uh, it's very unsure of itself, and a lot of the time it's unsure of itself because, you know, it, it literally feels like they had a bunch of the people who write the video games yeah. come to work on this movie, and, they, and, and those people said, no, this is what happens next because you have to get here, and right. this is where, you know, whatever, Yeah, and, and people were like, oh, all right. And you're like, well, wait, what? Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of steps in this movie that are just too simplistic, but are like slapping this like yeah. clever veneer on top of them. Yeah. And you know that that one guy that he's got a whack at yeah. one point is like what? Whatever. Give the, me a the, break. Right. This yeah, is not. This a, is, yeah. This is just. Uh, yeah. I don't know that that. Some parts of it really felt like, uh, you know, the comic book movies that are made by yeah. people who don't like comic books, right. but right. get a job yeah. and go, you'll pay me to make this movie? Right. Fine. Right. Yeah. I'll make this movie. Right. <laughs> and, right. and and a lot of it. But, you know, it's not it's not zero either. It's yeah. not one. No. It wasn't uh, all yeah. the way horrible. There right. was a lot of fun to it. Yep. And uh, and like I said, if if what you're trying to figure out is not my exact yeah. uh, idea of the movie, but whether or not you're going to like it, right? Yeah. It's uh, it's it's got a lot of cool action, fun yeah. stuff, and there's a lot of it that you know if you're watching the movie and eating your popcorn yeah. like normal people who aren't me can manage, right? 
uh, then there's a lot of fun, yeah. you know, screwy action going on, right. and it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of it that I wish was different, but yeah. but it is, uh, you know, I wouldn't be, even though I only give this a five, which, uh, you know, it's not like Rotten Tomatoes or rating system or whatever. Yeah. Um, nevertheless, uh, I would recommend this to people if if you think that uh, you might have a good time. Yeah. I don't think you're going to be that disappointed, right? right? Uh, right. As much as I, that's if, true. If you can go into the movie and that's what you're looking for, yeah, and that's what you're expecting to get, you will probably like it fairly well, yeah. right? And especially, man, yeah. right now when you have very little that's options, the thing. right? right. Um, it's it's not a zero movie that yeah. I'm going to say everyone has to stay away from, right? It's just that uh, it's okay. It's yeah. just that there's a lot of it that I wish was better, right. and it and it I I think it easily could have been better too. So you must have seen, I assume, but maybe you didn't. You know, just for anybody that's watching, you know, there is like a mid credit scene where they. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, just because we used to do this when we were really going to the theaters. <laughs> like there's a there's a yeah. mid credit scene. You can either fast forward to it if you're. I mean, it's going to be on Amazon. So you can do that, or you can just watch a few seconds, a few minutes of the credits, and it'll pop up. And it clearly is designed to—I mean, you know this from the beginning anyway—but it's clearly designed to make a whole franchise of things, right, and right. you know, so. and, and figure out selling that real quick in an end credit yeah, scene as right. opposed to whatever. Yep. I will say this too, because uh, we kind of talk about this. Um, I did not hate the trailer Me either for this going yeah. in. And I feel like the trailer uh, a little bit sold me a bill of goods because yeah. the trailer little, makes, not much. It, makes it seem like it's better than it is. Yeah. And so, you know, kudos to the people yeah, making right. the trailer, I guess. That's <laughs> right. their job, right? Yeah. Um, but, it, 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 you know, things are a little different a little. than what you get in the trailer. Yeah. Just a little, but yeah. But right. overall, I think, yeah. uh, you know, if the if you watch the trailer and you go, yep, then... That's that. Then yeah. you're in, right. in for a good time, probably. Yeah, right. Uh, anyway, okay. So... So we're going to move on, and uh, we'll see how long we can uh, go back and talk about some other <laughs> things uh, as I may or may not get to throwing out my best of the year. Right. Um, so we're looking back uh, because the Oscars uh, were such a weird collection of movies, I thought, yeah. right? Um, and the question really uh, for me and you know a lot of people – on the internet, I guess was, uh, you know, here, here's the thing that's obviously going to win. Right. Here's the thing that might win anyway. And here's a thing that has a real long shot chance of winning. But if we split the vote enough, right. And then other than that, it was like a bunch of movies that people were going, is this really that good? Right. Is, yeah. uh, are people going to, uh, remember this and, yeah. you know, things like that. So then I started looking back on the Oscars. And if you go back a couple of weeks, we threw a bunch of them out. Yeah. And uh, starting with the uh, 2001 uh, Oscars. And so continuing with that, we had gotten to uh, the 2007 Oscars, which had really thrown me for a loop, right? Yeah. (laughs) And And uh, what happened, if you listen to that show, is we got to like the 2005, 2006, 2007 uh, Oscars. And, uh, you know, I, in looking at this in the first place, was a little bit floored 
at those years right. and what the hell happened with those years and why right. are there no good movies? Right. And, yeah. <laughs> and why did, uh, why did are, crash win? Yeah, traffic crash and, you know, <clears throat> all the... And, uh, and hilariously, why is it so obvious that The Departed won uh, because the competition was like right. zero, right? right? Nothing had a chance right. of beating The Departed. Right. Uh, and so, but then moving on from that, so we get to 2008, and then we've got the winner, uh, No Country for Old Men. Yeah. And Atonement, Juno, Michael Clayton, and There Will Be Blood. Mm-hmm. And if you've got a year in anywhere in this time frame, right, plus or minus a few years, whatever, right. <laughs> if you've got any year that had a couple of movies that still have insane diehard fans, right. it's uh, 2008 because uh, it is not hard to find people who still think No Country for Old Men or yeah. There Will Be Blood. Right are like the best movies they've the ever things, seen right. or, you know, whatever, like that are super champions, you know, and, and, and they're like the Hatfields and McCoys, right? Right. Because there will be blood should have won because it's the right. greatest thing and ever. Because Paul Thomas Anderson and like, is it. And no, and the like, Coen no, right. no country for old men should have won. Right. And, uh, and I'll, I'll tell you, you're I, sliding in with I, Juno. I'll tell you, no, I like Juno. No, I, right? I, yeah, I like Juno as a movie. Uh, Atonement and Michael Clayton, I think, are virtually joke nominations sure. at this point. It's an looking, honor to be nominated. Looking back, right? right. Yeah. It's right. like, right. what? Yeah. And this is not even a few years later where we have 10 things, right? right? No, this, this is, is like is, five. Yeah. And I would I would like to get an email from the people who now, looking back, think, uh, no, Michael Clayton should have won. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, right. They are. There is. Uh, there is. There is no candle that these other nominees can hold right. to either of those movies. But at least there are two good movies right. that people are still championing, talking, and, and yeah, and thinking are great. Yeah. Um, in that particular year, uh, I I actually go with No Country for Old yeah, Men. Me too. I, I'm. I I do not actually get the fascination with. Uh, there will be blood. Yeah. I think it's pretty good. I still don't think it's like awesome. Like, right. oh my God, every 18 yeah. months I got to make sure I watch that. Right. I have an alarm that goes off. If I didn't watch you, it by now. You're not still walking around telling people you'll drink their milkshake. Remember no. how big that was it for was, like three it, weeks? It, it, and then it's gone. It was more than three weeks. I but know. yeah, that I was uh, that was huge madness. Um, <laughs> but, it, but at least it's a halfway different year. Right. And, but right. I, I got to say, I don't, I don't know where you are, but Atonement and Michael Clayton really stand out uh, for me, even in this crazy time of yeah. screwy <laughs> movies that got nominated that people talk about. But man, I didn't I didn't even like either of those. <laughs> I remember liking Atonement a little. Uh, I didn't like Michael Clayton, no. you know. But it's it's almost like back when five films were there, you had you had almost genre slots. Right. That and Atonement going or happen. Michael Clayton right. should have been one of those, not two of the five. Right, you right. Know. But. Uh, okay, and then going to uh, the 2009 year uh, was Slumdog Millionaire yeah. won. Uh, okay, and the other nominees are Benjamin Button, Frost, Nixon, 
Milk and the Reader. Yeah. And this was a year, there were a few of these years going back. There were there were a few yeah. movies, but this is one of the ones where I had to actually look up the reader and go, what the hell <laughs> well, is who that is this movie? again? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Um and you know, it's not a bad movie, but it's really niche, right? It's a yeah. it's a it's really niche movie. It's yeah. uh it's a it's a weird story about Nazis mm-hmm. and the guy who uh, you know, re-meets his old lover right, right. as she is the subject of like a, you know, Nazi trial yep. thing. And and if that's not as niche as it gets, right. if you're not in the right area oh, yeah. of oh, yeah. I would love that movie, right? right? It's not like you know, blanket war movie yeah, or right, like right. crime movie. It's like a very specific movie that yeah. you're watching. And it's weird. And it's Kate Winslet, right, which again. is uh, funny because right. just bringing up Mayor of Easttown. But yeah, and she's she's actually really good in it. I thought uh, I thought she yeah. was I thought she was really good yeah, in this movie. From what I remember, I thought the movie was just boring. I've, as seen, hell it, I've seen it once. <laughs> <laughs> just I mean, and, and it yeah. was it was a movie that I feel like I can kind of appreciate yeah. and go right. Ah, sure. I mean, it's good. But God, is it boring? It right. was it was like one of the most boring. And I'm not like a war movie person, no, and I, I say that all the time. Yeah. And this isn't actually a war movie right. anyway, it's, right? Right. But this is a weird kind yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, this is a movie that's like, uh, let's just film a college lecture right. on like, <laughs> I don't you, mean. you know, World War Two something, right? And call it a movie. Right. It's so weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway, though, in in that year, uh, Benjamin Button was like also okay. I didn't dislike Benjamin Button, yeah. but I didn't see th- that was a movie that got nominated just on, I think anyway, just on a weird like moment in cultural awareness, right? Yeah. Like it was a great movie to like have an SNL skit or something yeah, or like right. people could make jokes about it or right. people could somehow like refer to the weirdness of reverse aging. And then therefore everyone was talking about it. So we have to nominate. I don't, yeah. I don't know people who still think that movie's that great though. I don't, I don't know people who are going, Hey man, have you missed Benjamin Button? Because <laughs> yeah. maybe your, uh, you know, film library is not right. complete. I right. And uh, and Frost Nixon was okay too. Um, it's also you know oddly niche. You have to care at all yeah. about this stuff. Uh, but it was uh, I, I don't know. In this year, I felt not worthy of nomination. It, it was pretty good. And uh, and Milk I liked, but it was also a movie that you can't not like, right? You you can't. Especially then, I, yeah. Especially then, right. and and I I liked it. I thought it was a good movie, and I thought it had. Um, I loved it. I thought it had just awesome. Sean Penn uh, was amazing acting. Yeah, right? it he just was had so awesome amazing. acting in it. Yeah, uh, but then again, there again, like I said, you you can't not like it though. What are you gonna do? Give right. it like a really bad review? <laughs> right? I don't care if you didn't like it, you know? Yeah. Um, but in the year, still, you know, I don't know. Pick among those nominees. Right. Yeah. I didn't love Slumdog Millionaire either. Right. That was an okay movie. That took a lot of people by surprise and and made them feel good. And that did more because I think Milk took a lot of people by surprise and made them feel bad. Right. 
And Frost Nixon felt like it just didn't do enough. It wasn't a court drama. It was just an interview. And even though those performances are stellar, like Frank Langella and that is awesome. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's not there. And the reader doesn't do enough for enough people. Right. So I get how Slumdog slid in. I, I had, I remember that year. I remember, I don't remember all my Oscar picks for all my, my Oscar pool, but I remember I pushed hard on Milk because I thought absolutely the social climate, the performances, it, it seemed like it could warrant taking that award both for the social atmosphere that we were all entering into, but also you couldn't just say, well, the time was right politically. You could point to those performances and be like, to hell with you. Look at these people. Right. They're they, knocking it out. Yeah, they were, uh, they were so good. But it, it didn't. You know, and I've got, a, I've got a soft spot for David Fincher, you know, but I, didn't, I wasn't wild about Benjamin Button because the movie was trying to age me. I mean, it was just too long. It was right. a great idea. It was just too long. It it, it was uh, weirdly long, and if anyone like went back to it now, yeah, uh, I think you know now's sensibilities of yeah. even like the same person reviewing it, right? Right. I I think people would uh, to a much greater degree say, "Why was I watching these scenes for like five, <laughs> five minutes each yeah, or something?" Right. Like a lot. You know, yeah, a lot of, right. so the, anyway. the hope here, and, uh, we're going to move on real quick so I can yeah. throw out movies at, at you, but right. the hope here really was, uh, I, my thought was I could talk about all these movies. We could say some of them that are good, some yeah. of them that are bad. On the one hand, you could get some perspective around the Oscars and go, look, it's not all movies that are the best movies. Right. Right. <clears throat> but also Hopefully, we could throw out some movies that we could go. You could probably stream this for free right now right. and go and wa- go watch a movie. Yeah, this selection not so much. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, at, when we continue doing this, <laughs> we will get to 2010 when we've got the 10 movie oh, okay. nominations, and we'll have a whole bunch of nominations, yeah. right? And yeah. and then we'll feel old because we'll go, "This is that long ago." Right. And oh, how God. can that be? Yeah, that doesn't. Uh, but real quickly, uh, with the time we have left, I'm going to, uh, bite the bullet and, uh, give you my 15 movies of 2005. Okay. So in order. Yeah. Oh, okay. The the top 15. Now in, uh, in doing this, it took me, uh, longer than I expected. So this is not on the website yet, but it will be really soon. But I have a bunch of honorable mentions too. Oh yeah. Right. Some of which are goofy. And not good. Yeah. And my point is not that they're great, but yeah. that maybe somebody wants they're to look at seeing. them. Right? Yeah, right. You know, they're okay. they're worth looking back right. at. I can't wait for um, this. Anyway, all right. So uh, my fifteen is walk the line, and okay, and really, yeah. uh, because I can kind of appreciate it. Yeah, I don't even actually like it that much, right? <laughs> Not a big Reese Witherspoon and Joaquin fan and, at this moment. And uh, yeah, I don't like Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, I know. I, I can appreciate <laughs> his performance in this movie though. Yeah, and the movie is pretty fun it and is. Uh, and it interesting, even if I don't right. completely love it. But it's still pretty good. All right. Um, so now my numbers are a little weirdly off, but I think this is right and works. And my number. 14 is Madagascar. Yeah. Which was uh, not even nominated. Right. uh, Because there were only three at this point in the animated. Yeah. And the animateds were uh, Corpse Bride, 
and uh, what was the one that won? I think was Wallace and Gromit. The wrong uh, trousers. The were, uh, the the were rabbit. Curse of the were rabbit. And uh, and I'm trying to think of the other. Or, film or that year. I might be on the wrong year, but I think that's. No, I what think it that's was. it. Um. Anyway, uh, Madagascar, which everyone knows, and you yeah. know, it was cool. Um, my number thirteen is I'm not even going to get the name right because I don't have it all written down, but it's Marilyn Hotchkiss's. School of ballroom dancing yeah, and yeah. something, something else. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Charm school or, or whatever. It, something something yeah, like that. Right. Uh, and, and I love that movie. I haven't thought of that in a long and, time. Uh, and, and I have watched it several times since have you? then. Is it, yeah. It's really it's pretty good. good. I, oh. I like it. It's like. Um, <laughs> I haven't thought of that in forever. It's like, uh, you know, the full Monty. It's, yeah. uh, it, it's, it's just kind of a goofy not trying to be insanely serious. Right. But it's like a fun, like a good story. time yeah. thing that, you know, kind of takes over. And, yeah. And, I, you know, no one's ever seen it or heard of it, but, um, but I thought it was great. Okay. Um, so we should be 12. 12 yeah. is the squid and the whale. Yeah. And this is a uh, interesting uh, point of doing this now, I think, because both of those movies were, I don't remember and I can't find my list from 2005 and yeah. I can't even find <laughs> it online and who knows what, uh, you know, at the time I was writing for someone else probably, and who mm -hmm. knows where I might have that or whatever. But, uh, I'm almost positive that both of those movies were in my top 10 at, I can the, see that. at the actual time. Yeah, right. Time. So, yeah. Anyway, the squid and the whale. Hopefully, everyone knows what that is. Yeah, and uh, it's a it, it it's a fun, weird movie. Yeah. Even though I don't know that a lot of people would describe it as fun, but I thought it was. I thought <laughs> right. it was fun. It is. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, eleven is uh, the proposition, which is and weirdly, yeah. um, speaking of Guy Pierce. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, he's. Uh, yeah, he's everywhere. It, it's Australian, right? It's an Australian movie where uh, it's it's the Wild West of Australia. Yep. Assuming there actually is, which such was a like thing, yesterday. Right? You know, <laughs> right. it's always crazy town. Uh, and it's uh, it's this it's this guy in this group of outlaw brothers mm -hmm. where uh, he gets the choice that he'll let his one brother go. Right. Uh, the the law will right. let his one brother go if he goes and kills his other brother. Right. Because it's a whole band of outlaw family, and uh, and his one brother is really a horrible... He's awful. Uh, like, he's a person. Yeah. And his younger brother <laughs> is like, you know, kind of on the straight and narrow, right. more or less. Right. He'll right? be okay. And he's trying yeah. to get him, he's trying to get his younger brother completely out of it in the first place. Right. And and then they catch his younger brother, and then right. this is the thing. And then, yeah. you know, hilarity ensues. He right. has to go right. confront <laughs> his brother and all sorts of things. And it, But it's really good. Yeah. And it's... Uh, it's weird because this movie's so old anyway, but it's a really cool like throwback kind of movie only done well. They don't right? do like films like that anymore either. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it's probably uh, really easy to go stream right oh, now. Yeah, I bet. And yeah. uh, okay. Uh, so number 10, finally getting into the number 10, right, is uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah. Which is... Uh, the only reason you know who Robert Downey Jr. is right now. Yeah. <laughs> because Shane that was Black. Shane Black yep. saving him. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and bringing him 
yep. back into the world. And it's a really cool movie, and so it's it's fun. also kind of like a throwback to yeah. older like weird film noir things where mm-hmm. uh, you know he he just gets caught up in. Yeah. It, one weird it, night stuff that happens and yeah. Val Kilmer is Val's awesome great. in Val's it. Great. And their, their relationship and dialogue is like perfectly on point. I right. love that film. Right. And, uh, and yeah, it is, it's very film noir. It's, it's like people get killed. Who's after who? We yeah, don't know what's going story. on. Yeah, it's, it's very, very noir. Yeah. It's very, uh, updated detective. Yeah. And the, and the only problem I have with the movie is uh, there's some stuff at the end yeah. where they're like, I yeah, don't know, we have to make it work out. Yeah. And then they go, okay, fine, it works out. And you're right. like, ah. Oh, come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. but it's okay. Yeah. But for the whole movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then number nine is uh, Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. That was the other one that was nominated. Right. It was, was yeah. uh, Corpse Bride, Were Rabbit, Howl's Moving Castle, and Were Rabbit won. Yeah. Uh, which is insanity, if you ask me. But yeah. um, Howl's Moving Castle is, uh, you know, I... I, would have been your I assume everyone knows what that is yeah. by now. If not, definitely um, watch that. Oh you know, the, the thing that I love about movies like Howl's Moving Castle is that you watch it and you feel like uh, you watched it before. Yeah. You're like, I remember when I watched this when I was like 10 years ago, right. even though you like watch it in <laughs> 2005 when right. it came out. Right. Um, but that movie's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to just, you know, right, go real tap. fast be, and, and get out of here. But number eight is The Notorious Betty Page, mm-hmm. which uh, I loved. And now we have an audience. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm not even going to go through that movie because it would take too long. Before right. that movie, figure it out. I'm sure right. you can stream that somewhere. Uh, my seven is uh, the first Narnia mm-hmm. movie, The Lion, the Witch, Lion, the Witch and Wardrobe, which... Man, that was you, a long time You know, that's ago. not a movie that people talk about anymore, and no. it should be. And what happened, yeah. really, is that uh, following it up sucked. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they made so much money with this one and did so well with this one, yeah. right, that they thought, well, yeah, let's just we can go, coast. man. Right, yeah. And the second one wasn't terrible, right? But you just shouldn't make Voyage of Don Treader. Right. It, it's just not, you got to get Peter Jackson yeah. and like hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. and lay it out into three movies or start or do combining books. But it's right. just, it's too, it's yeah. too crazy and it's yeah. too much and you have to sell so many things. Uh, and it, it just did not work out. And then, yep. and then it was all over. Yeah. Then it was like, Oh, that didn't make us a yep. hundred million right. anymore. Done. So Aslan's gone. Now we're out. So right. now no one's going to talk about it, but uh, that leaves people forgetting how good the first one was. Uh-huh. The first one was awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay. So number six is Shop Girl, which is a yeah. a, a pretty hit or miss movie. Right. Uh, people love it or hate it uh, a lot. Huh. A lot of people. Yeah. Um, because there, that's a movie where there are just as many really bad reviews as there are really good reviews. Yeah. And there aren't a lot of people who go eh five. Right, right. <laughs> like pick. people yeah. really don't like it, or yeah. they really do like it, and I loved it. Huh. And I thought everyone who's in it was insanely good. And I feel like that movie stands out to me because I think there were a lot of people in that movie who, in a negative way, yeah, were I think misreading what it is. Uh, to have a person be doing something that you don't want them to be doing, right. 
with bad acting. Right, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, Schwartzman. That's what I was thinking. Like now, this isn't good because right. I don't like what that character's doing. Yeah, and I'm like going, no, it's awesome because that person's right. doing something you don't want right. them to be doing, and it's great acting because they right. are believably doing things that you don't want them to do. Anyway, yeah. um, but it, it's also it's just uh, I thought it was such a great story um, of people who you know didn't actually come together as uh getting anything yeah. wanting anything in the first place mm-hmm. <laughs> you know whatever it was it was just like these people and this is just what happened and yeah anyway uh i love that movie and uh okay uh 5 is broken flowers wow. uh which also is yeah. a movie that people yeah, kind of love or hate i guess yeah. but it's uh i think a movie that a lot of people do love and a lot of people forget exists right altogether right. right and uh and for me that was a movie you know and it's funny because it's bill mm. murray but that was a movie for me that was you know right on par with like lost in translation right like i was kind of like right in the same place with just being so into the characters i was watching yeah and bill murray uh, delivering it. I'm thought. wondering why not enough people were knowing it. Like that, that didn't seem yeah, to pick up the was, buzz. It was just like, it never did get attention. Yeah. Like at any point. Um, yeah. I haven't thought about that in a while too. And, oh, and anyway, so I love that one. And, and I'm sure, like yeah. I said, it, now here's the list of things you can go stream because right. you can probably find right. most all these movies. Yeah. And, uh, okay. Number four, is coming up and number four and number one are probably even the least known things. Right. Um, number four is me and you and everyone we know, mm-hmm. which is uh yeah. indie goofball thing that all of a sudden a lot of people were putting on their top 10 lists and yeah. a lot of people were going, what are you talking about? Right. Do you have like the right year? Right. Like yeah. no one's heard of it. Yeah. No one's really in it. <laughs> there yeah. aren't really like, big names uh mm-hmm. especially like at the time then, i mean yeah. they're like if right. you go look back now you'll see right. people you'll know uh, that you know but right. it's not there's no big stars yeah there's uh there, there's nothing right yeah. and yet all of a sudden people were going look this is an awesome movie including uh, i mean i think and i don't yeah. i don't want to say this when i'm not absolutely sure but wow. i think roger ebert even had this on his top 10 yeah um that makes sense and it is a completely i mean although he picked uh crash too so (laughs) so there you go um but it's a uh crazy Uh indie movie where uh luckily a bunch of people saw it so that anybody at all knows what it is but it's uh it's just the weirdest most Uh awesome yeah trip with some characters that that you get that you get in uh, in anything, and and the kind of weird beauty, especially like this is you know 2005, so it's a long time ago. But mm-hmm. the weird beauty of this movie of indies, if if this movie had a bigger budget, someone along the way would have ruined it, right? Yeah. Because the the best things about this movie are all the things where if anyone had a lot of money in it, they would go, "No, you have to make that different," because then we right. can 
sell it to more people. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and right. then more people will go see it and we'll get our money back. Right. Yeah. I mean, wow. if, uh, cool. especially I can think of like three, maybe four things, right. That happen in the movie and kind of the overall story, but especially there are like certain scenes that like give us certain things that happen to these characters, uh, that are a little bit, you know, weird. It's yeah. a weird, it's a weird movie. Uh, where that if this movie had you know three four times the budget, that's just not what would happen. Right, they just wouldn't. It wouldn't. Yeah. They wouldn't do this. You know, right. it's not like yeah, uh, Ebert loved this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's weird on the IMDb page. It's got like a handful of reviews from it, and Ebert's is one of them. And I mean, he's just gushing over it. Yeah, and and, and rightfully so. It's right. uh, it's it's freakishly good, huh, yeah. frankly. And uh, go see it. I, I got to think you can stream this somewhere. Oh, yeah, that's got to be. I'm not going to find out right, right now. But uh, okay, so number three is uh, Good Night and Good Luck, which mm-hmm. uh, that's was nominated and mm-hmm. is uh, actually a really good movie. Yeah. But it is also very niche, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. this is the definition of having a really weird niche to have a film in. Uh, because it's uh, it's Moreau and trying yeah, to take down Moreau McCarthyism and, yeah. and all this stuff, but it's so weird. Yeah. It is <laughs> it yeah. is such a weird movie, mm-hmm. and in a very different way than the last movie. Right, but it's just a it's a weird it's a weird thing to think. I want to make a movie that's this. <laughs> it's just weird right. to like. Where do you start? with uh having an idea that makes sense for when you hear george clooney talk about it weird yeah it makes sense hearing him but if you didn't know his reason for doing that and his parents history with journalism you'd be like and what what, and what you're ultimately trying to get out of it yeah more than yeah more than more than trying to make a film in about it a more general way because you don't want yeah you're not trying to tell what happened you're trying to tell people what they should be doing after it happened right yeah and yeah it's so weird but it is a movie that Mm. uh you know, I still feel like it's not a movie just like, you know, other nominees that year, right? Yeah. Like Munich and, mm-hmm. you know, Crash and even Capote, <laughs> which people still like yeah, a lot, right. right? Yeah. But, you know, people are not championing it. People no. are not going, look, man, right. your, your mm-hmm. education is not complete unless right. you go see this. And it really is that good. Okay. Yeah. Two. And uh, number two is Batman Begins, yeah. uh, which is the good one. I, I like to refer to it oh, as uh, the one that's it actually is a good. good. One. It is a uh, good one, but it was—it's crazy to imagine that this was actually that long ago. I right? can't believe that was twenty two thousand five. Um, but it was—if you wow. haven't gone back that far, right, and, yeah. and seen these movies, right, and you should watch all of them because they, yeah. all together, especially, yeah. like, they are awesome. Um, but this is such a different Christopher Nolan making this movie uh-huh. uh, than the guy who's making the other movies and the guy who's making the stuff that he's, you know, ever since. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, he's, he's got a different idea of what he's doing in this movie and, and what's supposed to happen and whether or not he cares if he gets anything out of it or yeah. whatever. Then the other two movies are just a different lens yeah. all together. And uh, anyway, and it's a, it's a really great movie. Yeah. And I still argue now, mm-hmm. uh, even after all of the massive uh, Marvel movies and everything, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, I think it's one of the reasons that we could have as big a reception to all the other ones that came after it. Yeah. 
because uh, it really kind of changed it the game. It opened up a lot, yeah. Right? But also, I still argue that it's one of the best adaptations of just comic book Ness. Yeah. Right? Of definitely. just being definitely comic book. It was so... This is like the opposite of a, a lot of times I say, because I don't know if Christopher Nolan actually likes comic books. Right. But this movie seems like it's made by someone who really likes comic books, right? As opposed to just trying to make a bunch of money. Anyway, and uh, my number one movie of 2005 is uh, Cash or Caché or however you want to pronounce that. Um, that, That's a movie that is uh, foreign (laughs) with uh, Juliette Binoche. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, you know cast of other French all kinds people, of yeah. right? Um, it is uh, the most fantastic just dissection of people yeah. that you're going to run into uh, in the decade, probably. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's a crazy uh, ride with people and secrets and uh, the secrets that they aren't sure if those are the right secrets <laughs> and, right. and just back and forth and back and forth. And, uh, y- you know, the, the dialogue, the way people talk and the way we just like take these people apart, uh, by hmm. revealing and or not revealing secrets yeah. <laughs> that, you know, you know, whatever it is, it's like, it's the hidden, I think it actually is called like the hidden in like some translation of trying yeah. to put it, give it another name or whatever it is. But it's uh, it's a whole movie about this uh, group of people and there are some secrets and we don't know what they are and we don't <laughs> and you never know kind of what's going on, except that these people just uh, dissect themselves yeah. in front of you basically. And, and it's so good. It's uh it's a weirdly uh, twisty film where it's just people talking to each other and stuff. It's almost in a in a really weird way uh, that doesn't make any sense, right? It's almost like uh, you know sleuth, right? Where all that happens is like a couple of people talking talking to each, to other. each other and figuring out, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, and then the pre- slow reveal of and and then pretending to be different characters, mm-hmm. and then you don't know watching the movie if that if that person is supposed to actually be a different character right. or is supposed to be dressed up as a different character. Yeah. And, you, and you don't know. Right. And that's like that's part of what's good yeah. is that you don't know. Right. But the whole movie is just like a few people talking to each other yeah. the whole time. And yet somehow it's like crazy yeah. magical and has you on the edge of your seat. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. That's, cool. uh, that's a good list. So there's uh, there's your list of the best 2005. So 2005 was not actually as bad as right. the Oscar nominees and Witter might have yeah. you believe. Right. And uh, there's a <laughs> lot of stuff you can check out and try to stream. And uh, we got to get out of here, right? So yeah. um, right. next week, we should have Wrath of Man, at right. least. Right. And hopefully some other stuff. And, and you're on we episode will- four of the... Yeah, Kate and Winslet. I will I will check in on what happened <laughs> right. Sunday on uh, right. Mary Mary's town. Yeah. Uh, to let you know if I was wrong and you should keep going with it. How that'd be interesting. That'll be that'll be uh, cool actually. Everyone who's going to watch it will have right. watched it by right. then anyway, yeah. so who knows? <laughs> That's but awesome. I love it. Uh, but Wrath of Man at least and we'll give you some more Oscar movies yeah. 
and probably something else because there's a lot else. of streaming yeah. stuff going on. Right. So thanks for tuning cool. in. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.